Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. So we're going to be continuing to talk about how to um, spread God's word in this new year. And one area that is particularly tricky or could um, has a lot of landmines, I guess, <laughs> is um, spreading the gospel to your family. Uh, I think sometimes it's much harder to spread it to the people who are permanently in your life because you definitely don't want to burn any bridges so yeah that's always been so hard like why why is it the hardest you know Mm -hmm. like I guess what you're saying you don't want to burn bridges and but still it's like that should be the ones that were like the most excited about doing Mm -hmm. it but that is like the least on my the last on my list Mm because it just terrifies me Mm -hmm. and I I don't know why Mm -hmm. yeah you feel that way yeah I mean yeah it's definitely hard thing to bring up and um I don't, I don't think we have that many relatives that just don't believe anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, even the ones who may believe something di- a little bit different, you know, you don't want to, like, ruffle any feathers mm-hmm. and be like, well, I think you're doing something wrong. Right. Because, like you said, it's hard. It's hard. You want to have those good connections and those good um, family bonds, and so mm-hmm. you don't want to bring up stuff like that. Cause it's such a touchy subject. Yeah. yeah. I definitely use that excuse a lot, um, thinking of, you know, my family or Dustin's family that, um, you know, we're either raised in the church or um, have attended church services regularly in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm like, they know better. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. They um, they have heard God's word and they are just rejecting it. But I use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't use that as a hey, they already have this foundation mm-hmm. that I can build on. Or, you know, troubleshooting, well, why don't they go to church? You know, I don't ask yeah. them anything. I just chalk it up to, well, they know and they choose not yeah, to. Yeah, right. We go to, I mean, it's easier just to shame instead of being like, okay, well, that's really a good thing that they know, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, they just need a little encouragement, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, for sure. Or we blame, like, the people around them, like, oh, mm-hmm. well, their spouse doesn't, encourage them or um you know they're using excuses instead of trying to help them I, mean, I feel like I personally always try to throw the blame instead of trying to come up with a solution you know just like in the bible where Jesus um, came up on the adulterous woman and you know back then if you were caught in that sin they stoned you and so they were all gathering stones, you know, and Jesus comes up and lovingly, you know, handles the situation the way I hope I can handle situations. You know, we don't have to be faced with stuff like that. But still, he didn't come out with a stone and, you know, in his hand and like, OK, well, let me show her, you know, that mm-hmm. she's doing wrong. 
um, he taught a lesson to everybody there. Um, you know, he he reminded everyone there that they had sin in their life too, and you know, and help that he ended up helping the adulterous woman too, and telling her not to go and sin no more. Right. You know, and that that's that's the grace of God. Like that's what He can do in our lives. Is he can just, you know, we can repent of it and he forgives us and we can move on you know and so we don't need to go to the, our family members and be like well shame on you for not for not going you know mm-hmm. yeah we put a lot of emphasis on church attendance which it is important yeah. but you know so is all the other commandments mm-hmm. that god gives us which the greatest is loving right loving god and loving <laughs> others so i don't think that you know metaphorically stoning somebody is or physically stoning somebody is um an example of showing that biblical love what are some of the excuses that um if you have talked with somebody that um like a family member of why they um do what they do i would say like past church experiences is Mm -hmm. what i run into a lot um because you know we're all human and humans make mistakes. And unfortunately some of those humans that made the mistakes cause people to stray away from the church. Um, Not necessarily from God, um, but just, they just don't want to go back in a church setting because Mm. they know people can hurt. I totally get that because Mm. I mean, there have been fellow church members that have hurt me and I'm sure there's been that some that I've hurt too unintentionally. And, you know, if you don't have um, a extremely strong faith and a little bit of humility and some great people around you supporting you, it's easy to, to let those things overwhelm your mm-hmm. spiritual journey. Well, just, you know, the stuff going on recently in the past, you know, less than two years, but the stuff with the COVID, you mm-hmm. know, so many people are, went to online like you know watching online and not going in person to to worship and it's taken i know i know some people who it's taken them a long time to get back to that and yeah you know part of that may be the congregation they're going to and part of that mm-hmm. is the figure that they have inside them that's just you know it's holding them back and mm-hmm. um you know they're making the excuse of well you know we, we can still worship but you know it is a big difference in the times yeah. that i've I've, you know, watched online. Well, I say watched because it's hard. To, you can't worship, really. Mm-hmm. It's hard to worship by yourself. Yeah. Um, Like when I've been sick or something, which it has been a blessing that we have had the online stuff. Yeah. Because when you are sick and you are, you need to stay home, you know, you still, you can be, you can listen to the lesson, you can listen to the singing. Um, but to do that all the time, I don't, I honestly don't know how people have done it. Yeah. It's just not the same feeling, it's you know, not. like just like with singing, I mean, just having those voices all around you. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you go to church, it's not about everybody there. It's about you and God. And, but still like when everybody is just joining in and singing and, you know, um, it just, it's just that feeling. I just, I miss if I'm not there. Yeah. It's not the same. It's easy to be distracted because I know yeah. when I'm at home, I'm thinking about, all these other things I should be or I could be doing. Oh yeah, like let stuff. me fold laundry and watch church. You know, <laughs> or I'm just I don't know, and not that I'm like you, I think you have to dress, you know, right. super fancy every time you go to church. But it's like if you're sitting at home in your pajamas, it's not the same feeling either. <laughs> yeah. It's like being there, you know, Sunday morning. I, mean, I like to wear dresses yes. Sunday morning because yeah. it just feels it feels important. It makes it feel yeah. important. And I don't get on a soapbox now, but <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, I know they a lot of people have used that as an excuse to to you know not worship to 
forsake the assembly, as yeah. it says in, the, in one of the, the letters. But yeah. I hear a lot too, like, well, I don't have to go to a church building because um, I have Jesus in my heart, yeah. mm-hmm. and he lives in me, so I always have Jesus, mm-hmm. which is true. Mm-hmm. But um, like you said, you know, there's scriptures about not forsaking the assembly, and we have examples in the Bible of how the Christians got together on the first day of the week and they worshiped God and they learned about God and they opened mm-hmm. the scriptures and those things. And I think too, we're, it's so much easier to be led astray when, um, you know, you don't have people keeping you accountable or, um, teaching you things in the scripture. Cause it doesn't matter how, how much you can read, you know, there, there's always going to be something that you can learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just having the support of other people is, I think is important. And I think that's why, um, you know, with the new Testament type of worship, it, I think it is, he put it in there that way because he wants us to have that encouragement with each other and, mm-hmm. um, edification. I remember our youth ministry always talk mm-hmm. about edification, lifting each other up. And that's an important part. Yes. We're here to, to worship God and to mm-hmm. thank Him for everything that He gives us and does for us, but we're also to help each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know we're kind of, you know, yeah. off and I'm going to keep it on going, <laughs> but, like, if I'm having a bad day on Wednesday and I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to go, mm-hmm. like, but when I come, like, just like you are saying, just like how good you feel, yeah. you know, to be loved by other people, people who are not family members, you know, it's just such a good thing to, yeah. to be a part of. It's just fix it all it seems like sometimes yeah <laughs> you can get back on track yeah sorry <laughs> now we all kind of <laughs> yeah spiraling so we talked about some roadblocks or excuses why people uh, don't believe the gospel um or practice or it, it afflict- don't live it out yeah don't live it out don't press it <laughs> i can't talk <laughs> practice deflexively what what can we do to spread the gospel to them right so how do we reach those those people um you know last episode we talked about jesus um sitting at the table with sinners and i've thought about that often on all week and and i just um thought you know when we sit down with our family what are some things that that we say at the dinner table, you know, because that might have been said at the table when Jesus sat down with the sinners. And for us, you know, we just talked about things in our life, like what's going on, you know, catching up on everybody's, um, you know, life basically. And so I imagine Jesus sitting there listening to all these stories that the sinners were talking about. And I can just imagine Jesus listening, step one. Um, And then I feel I know that he gave godly solutions to, you know, what they might have been talking about. And so many times when you're in that situation, you're sitting at the table, you just want to like feed into it's it's so much easier to just feed into okay, well let me tell them what's, you know, happening in my life kind of thing, you know, all these negative things. And I feel like that's one way to maybe not do it, um but maybe um you know, give those godly solutions like if somebody is complaining about you know, something that's going on in their life that's troubling them, you know, just using God in your language, um, I think is a big thing in the fam- in your family to help family members. Just put an idea in their head. Of like mm-hmm. Maybe I should think about, because whatever, if they're like having a constant problem with something, yeah. and it's like, well, this isn't, what I'm doing isn't working, so maybe, you know, Marina said, you know, this, so maybe I should try that. Right. Like, if this really works for her, like, yeah. 
I mean, it's not going to hurt to try it. Yeah. Right. You kind of touched on what I was thinking. It was just, um, just kind of using it in every day. You don't have to make a point of like, you know, bringing your Bible out and being like, you know, right. showing it to him because a lot of times that doesn't work for people who kind of have a wall up already. Right. Um, so I think you just using simple language of like, or even just talking casually about, oh, you know, the other day, you know, I was, I was at church or I was at this event at church or we were right. doing this and, you know, this happened. Yeah. And it just using little things like that can spark, be like, oh, well, that kind of sounds interesting. You know? I think of that um, <clears throat> thing that preachers say a lot that you may be the only Bible that some people ever read. You know, if you're not being that Jesus <laughs> to the people, they're not going to want to do what you do. There's a fine line, though, between like pretending to be perfect because nobody's perfect Mm -hmm. Um, i think we need to share that like hey we have these struggles and jesus is the way to overcome those Mm -hmm. not i'm perfect and i do it by myself but like i'm imperfect that's why i need jesus i know there may be um some you know teenagers that watch and they um, may be going to church by themselves you know so how would they reach out to their parents Mm -hmm. to you know to help them see that it's important I mean, I've known kids like when we were growing up in, you know, in the youth group, there were some teenagers in our youth group that came by themselves. There were some that we brought, like we went and picked up and went to church yeah. and brought because they're before they could drive because mm-hmm. um, their parents wouldn't bring them. So I think that's something that some kids probably struggle with. You know, Jesus changes you. And so um, if if you hear a good lesson at at church, um, you know, Bring out the the good points in it that really stuck with you, or you know, if if your parents see a change in your attitude, because if teenagers or anything like me, I had an attitude. <laughs> so if they see that change, they're gonna wonder, okay, are they drugging this kid, or yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, is it is it something that we need to look into? I think another thing is so many times you might want to say, well, I have to go to church. Well, I'm sure in that type of situation, they're wanting to go. And if mm-hmm. you're talking like that, you know, well, it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to church today because I want to, mm-hmm. they may question why, well, why do you want to go there? And then you can talk about how rewarding it is just to sit in a church setting. I do think it would be, you know, if you, if you know that, if you have a good relationship with that person and you're, you know, you're, at that level to where you can just ask them like, well, would you want to have a Bible study? They can say no and that's okay. Um, But, you know, if you have that good relationship with them, just to see, you know, was there, you know, can we sit down and just talk about it and maybe I can answer some questions or whatever. I mean, I think if you do it and I mean, any of this and the spreading the gospel should be done in a loving way. You you were talking about how like at the dinner table, you know, Mm -hmm. people will talk in negativity. Mm -hmm. Well, when I think of a negative place, I think of Facebook. (laughs) So I think that we need to be really cautious of our social media presence. Mm -hmm. And like when people are, you know, post like, um, send good vibes for whatever my cat, cause she, whatever, you know, just check or, you know, comment like praying or the little hand things those are my go-to hands praying hands um you know be encouraging on social media let's let's be the light on on social media and i think really before you you spread the gospel to anybody the first step is to pray because god will help you 
do it the right way. You know, if you've got to start with praying to him about it. And then I think from there, you know, he'll, he'll help bring up, you know, bring up um, different opportunities to, to spread the gospel to them. So let's recap. Okay. There's going to be roadblocks mm-hmm. either on our end for, you know, not wanting to strain relationships or on their end for, you know, their past or their current views about uh, Christianity. And, um, but the best way to do it is love, don't judge. Walk, walk the walk, make Jesus and God and Christianity a part of your everyday vocabulary. I'd say let God help you. Yeah, yeah. let God help you. Because you can't do it alone. Yeah. What's that thing that Paul said? I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So mm-hmm. I think that can kind of sum up this whole series, really, is that we're either going to plant the seed or water the seed, but ultimately like God is the one who gives the increase Mm. well we hope you all have a great week and you always remember to be kind be humble and be a disciple Bye. bye